Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip, and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. You know, we all face storms in life. Either we are entering a storm, currently in a storm, or coming out of a storm. There's just no getting around it. We will all face storms, challenges, and trials. Still, the storms that we face in life will not all be the same. In fact, in my studies of the scripture, I've discovered six types of storms that Christians will face in life. Now, understanding what type of storm you are in is essential to knowing how to pray during that storm, which will help you to endure the storm and come out on the other side of that storm stronger than before. In today's podcast, I want to share with you what those six types of storms are and how to pray through each one of those storms. So that you can still experience God's peace, power, and strength through it all. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with Viking King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So first, we have what I call storms of obedience. Storms of obedience are the tests and trials that we face as a direct result of our following Christ. Yes, that's you, you heard me right. It is our obedience to God that leads us right into a storm, much like the disciples who followed Jesus into a storm in Matthew chapter 8. 
when we look at that account, we see that Jesus gets in a boat to pass a body of water, and the disciples follow him because he is their leader. He is their master. While they are on the boat, however, a storm arises. Now, Jesus is in the bottom of the boat, and he is sound asleep, but the disciples are out on top of the boat, and they are freaking out. They don't know what to do. They, they feel like they're about to die. They go down to the bottom of the boat. They wake Jesus up, and they're like, hey, there's a storm. Don't, don't you care? And Jesus tells them that, listen, you have little faith. And then he goes on to calm the storm. He speaks to the storm and the storm ceases. And there's so much that we can learn from that passage. But the main lesson I want you to understand from that passage is that just because we're doing everything that's right does not exempt us from life's challenges. The disciples were doing what they were supposed to do. They, they weren't in the wrong. They weren't making bad decisions. They weren't sinning. They were following Jesus and it led them right into a storm. Sometimes our following Jesus can actually be the cause of the storms in our lives. But it's then that we must remember that God is always with us and that he is always worth it. If he led us to the storm, we have to understand that he has the power then to also lead us out. So what then do we need to pray for when we are experiencing a storm of obedience? We need to pray for faith in God's ability to overcome. We need to pray for faith in his provision to provide. I think about the testimony of Abraham in Genesis 22. He has a son, Isaac, his beloved son, who he waited very many years for. His wife, Sarah, and Abraham were very old in age when they had their son, Isaac. But he was promised to him from God. But then in Genesis 22, God speaks to Abraham and he says, I want you to sacrifice your son. I want you to build an altar and sacrifice, yes, Isaac, your one and only son. Now, Abraham could have very well ran the other direction in disobedience, but instead he's walked with the Lord long enough to know that God is faithful. And guess what? God provides a lamb for him to sacrifice instead of his son. But Abraham still took those steps towards obedience, even though it meant sacrificing, even though it meant taking steps to sacrifice his own son. That is a challenge. But he knew that even in that challenge, God would provide. And guess what? God did. In your storm, of obedience. You are doing what is right. Pray for the strength to keep moving forward in faith, to know that God is worth it. And again, like I said, if he brought you to this storm, he will bring you through. The second storm we will face in life is a storm of disobedience. So yes, just as much as there are so yes, just as much as there is the possibility to endure a storm of obedience, you can also endure a storm 
of disobedience. Now, these are the storms that we open ourselves up to based on our own choices that take us outside of God's will. Think of Jonah. God calls Jonah to preach to the people of Nineveh, and instead he runs in the other direction. He doesn't want to do it. And so what does God do? God sends a storm after Jonah. He then is thrown overboard and is swallowed by a great fish. That is a storm of disobedience. Now, here's the thing. We can avoid these storms by doing what God calls us to do. But if we're already in a storm of disobedience, if you've already found yourself in trouble because you've run away from him, we can always choose to turn around. We can always choose to turn around and head back in the direction God always intended. This storm is meant to wake you up to the truth that God's ways are always better. God doesn't allow storms of disobedience to make us just feel bad about ourselves, but to prevent us from wasting our lives by going down an empty path. Our prayer during storms of obedience would be for eyes to see the goodness of God, a heart to trust God's way over our way and a spirit that thirsts after God to do his will. Third, we have storms of purification. Storms of purification are the storms that we face in life to prune us. These are the trials that take out of us what we don't need and provide for us what we do need. Now, listen, I get it. No one wants to go through a storm in life. If you're like me, you are trying to run as fast as you can through the storm so that it can be over. But not all storms come to destroy. Some storms come to build up and make you better. And once all the pieces have fallen into place to mold you into who God meant you to be all along. James 1 verses 2 through 4 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. There are aspects of storms that are here to strengthen us, to heal us, to give us things we never could have obtained apart from the storm. Much like rain purifies the air after a storm, storms of purification make us better and refine us to become the men and women that God meant for us to be all along. Our prayer during a storm of purification needs to be for God's complete will to be done in our lives so that he can accomplish what he wills in our lives so that we can understand that there is purpose even in our storms. Fourth, we have storms of protection. There are some storms that God will send in our lives to protect us. Like I said, often we feel like storms are here to break us down, to harm us, to weaken us, right? However, our God is so sovereign and powerful, he can even use a storm to protect you, to keep you 
Whether this means alarming us to the coming danger in our lives that we need to get away from or to lead us out of harm's way in his grace, sometimes God will send a storm not to harm us, but to protect us and keep us safe. These storms are the alarm we sometimes need to wake up and allow God to save us. And that is what our prayer should be, that God would give us the wisdom and the discernment to know that this is a storm of protection and that he would give you a plan for how to get out of harm's way. If he's alerting you to the danger, it's because he wants to rescue you. He's not trying to hurt you. He's trying to send you red flags to tell you he has better for you. Number five are storms of warfare. Storms of warfare are the storms that initiate in the spiritual places, but often manifest in the physical. The Apostle Paul warns us of these types of storms in Ephesians chapter six, verse 12, when he says, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. There is a real war going on between light and darkness in those heavenly places. And as followers of the light, we too can get entangled in this battle. But our God does not leave us empty handed. If you read Ephesians 6, you will see he gives us an entire armor of God to protect us. And he gives us his very own strength through prayer to give us victory. We should be praying for the wisdom to know how to put on that spiritual armor. We should be praying in storms of warfare against the tactics and the schemes of the enemy. We should be praying that God's will be done and that we can still experience God's peace and know that God's not just with us, but he's for us. Lastly, number six, we face storms of heartbreak. These are the storms that we face because we live in a fallen world. Loss, disease, heartache can all come into our lives and turn them completely upside down. But God has given us an anchor in these types of storms too. Hope in his son, Jesus Christ, who will be with us through every storm and promises eternal life to those who place their faith in him. We hold a future hope that has no tears, pain, or suffering when he returns. But until then, we don't walk through this storm alone. I think of Psalm 23, where David says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. I was actually reading that verse yesterday during my devotional time, and what stood out to me was the rod and the staff. Now, to a wolf, a rod and a staff would cause fear because it's used to protect the sheep. But to a sheep, a rod and a staff is comfort because the sheep knows that the shepherd will use his strength 
to protect, provide, heal, nourish, and love. God is our shepherd through every storm that we will face. And as we cling to him, even in the midst of the storms that we face in life, we can still experience his power, his strength, and most certainly his peace. What if I told you that the challenges you are facing in life are not here to destroy or weaken you, but to heal, restore, and strengthen you. I want to invite you, if you're interested in learning more about overcoming life storms, I want to invite you to an upcoming summer Bible study with my beloved ministry called Peace in the Storm. This Bible study will teach you the six type of storms that we talked about today, but we'll go in depth into actual examples of storms in the Bible so that we can learn how to trust God through each storm to experience his peace and strength through it all. Again, I invite you to this eye-opening and life-changing new video Bible study exclusively in the Beloved Women app available in the Apple or Google Play stores or at BelovedWomen.tv. And of course, you can always check out the show notes for all of those details. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insight and helpful tips on how you can pray. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you will share it with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then... Be sure to connect with me at BelovedWomen.org and check out the show notes to download my free five-day prayer guide. I also want to invite you to study the Bible with me by downloading the Beloved Women app available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a review in your podcast app? It really does help more people like you find the podcast. To hear more from Christina Patterson, be sure to check out her fantastic site, BelovedWomen.org. A special thanks to Kelly Givens, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.